Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. I am Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much for joining us on today. And as you know, we are celebrating National Women's History Month. I'm so excited uh, because we are using uh, the theme that's uh, pretty close to their the national theme this year, and that's trailblazers. And so we are recognizing women who are leading the way professionally, spiritually, and personal, personally uh, in this uh, earth on today, and I'm just excited. This is the first early morning show, and we're kicking it off with someone who I am so excited to meet, Um, read a little bit about her, and she is just an awesome woman. And today we are featuring the trailblazer, Dr. Cosette White. She is a financial analyst and tax expert, and on during the show today, she's going to be discussing uh, game strategies for getting uh, to the goalpost, so I can't wait to hear that. She will also uh, will be talking about why businesses fail. So if you are a uh, woman entrepreneur and you're getting started in business and you can't you can't put your finger on why things are not flowing the way that you would like to see them flow or you haven't built a client client base or customer base that you would like. I'm sure she'll discuss some of that. She's also going to talk about uh, how and what pertinent business information and financial data that you um, that business owners should be prepared to provide should they need financing. And I know a lot of people who are entrepreneurs are, have questions about being financed, you know, for their business venture. She's also going to provide guidance on how to leverage reporting tools for tracking purposes. And, and she's going to answer some live on-air questions if you have any on financial planning. And um, listen, and she's going to, again, any questions related to what she's going to be talking about, game strategies for getting to the goalposts. I, I really like that. That's very exciting. Uh, she's launching a new book, um, Attracting the Best Now. And it's about attracting the best. Uh, it's about wealth, prosperity, abundance, and it's filled with daily affirmations. And so, listen, without uh, further ado, just to get, uh, give you a little bit more about her, uh, she's been uh, featured or called upon by ABC, Fox. She's been featured on the radio, Black Enterprise. And we are, if you're, you're a woman entrepreneur, you really should be reading Black, Entre- uh, Black Enterprise. Uh, Forbes, Women of Wealth Magazine, Upscale, The Huffington Post, and countless newspapers across the country. She was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award from former President of the United States, uh, Barack Obama. So that's exciting all in and of itself. So without further ado, welcome, Dr. White. We're so glad to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, it is very early, as you said, but uh, thank you so much for inviting me um, here on this trailblazer. You know, as we celebrate Women's Month, um, an awesome month for us as women, but uh, again, thank you so much for this opportunity to serve your tribe, serve your community, and just um, help our our women 
um, with uh, provide them with empowering information, information to help them blossom and grow and increase their profits in their business. Absolutely, absolutely. We are excited to have you. So we're going to get right in it because, you know, we know your time is valuable and we want to make the best use of the minutes that we have together. So we're going to get right into it. I want you all to learn a little bit about her from her um, own voice. And so tell us about yourself and share your testimony with us. Absolutely. Well, I always like to start because, you know, we hear accolades about everyone, but I always like to truly start and just let you all know. First of all and foremost, I am a woman of God. I am a sister. I am a mother. I am a daughter. And I truly, truly enjoy what it is that I do. Um, Ginger has shared with us, shared with you all some of what I some of what I do, but I'm very, very passionate as it relates to um, helping us as individuals, whether it's our personal growth or whether it's our business finances, just getting them in line and getting clear and focused as to what it means to really be uh, financially sound and to really leave a legacy. You know, when we talk about leaving a legacy, I, I, it, it can mean a number of different things, to depending on who I'm talking to. But, uh, you know, it all starts with the mindset. And the one thing that I say to everyone about money is it's simply a tool, and those tools, that tool allows us to do multiple things. So the more tools we have as it relates to money, the more um, we can do, the more things we can do. So um, that's that's a little bit about me. You know, my journey started some years, some years ago, and I'll 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 I'll, I'll turn it over to you, but I'll share my journey momentarily. Uh, that's fine. You can go now. You can you can do that. Okay. Tell us all right. Mm-hmm. So my my journey, you all, it started some time ago. You know, a lot of people ask me, how did I get into money? How did I get so passionate about it? It started years ago when I was in high school, and I had a mentor that just kind of took me under her wing because I was a law student back then. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I was headed in life, but I knew that I wanted to somehow go to college. And my uh, 11th grade teacher set me down and, and, and educated me and mentored me and talked me into taking accounting courses. Yes, I was that one that just kind of stayed on the path. I didn't veer left. I didn't veer right. And um, it just became a passion for me. And I remember I had a job as I was working um, in college, and I sat down and I, I said to my grandmother one day, can you help me do my taxes? And she said, no, I'm not going to help you. You're going to do that on your own. So she sat me down and, um, you know, it was back then when it was we didn't have the computer. We did have computers, but we didn't have mm-hmm. all the accounting software and whatnot that would help us. So she walked me through it. And next thing I know, Ginger, and to all of you out there listening, I just started having people come and ask me to do their taxes, and um, one thing led to another. You know, I worked in corporate for 20 years, and I'm going to tell you guys, corporate is corporate can be great, but corporate is a game. <laughs> you know, yes. corporate is a game. And for us women, for me, I'll have to speak for myself, I got to a point where, I wasn't being promoted anymore. I got to a point where my salary had maxed out, and I wasn't. I didn't want to. I, 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 I didn't want to move any further up in the company as well. So it was a twofold. I wasn't that one that wanted to be in that CFO seat. I, I did not want that responsibility. I was the one that had that entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. I was the one that 
when I went to work, I did what I was supposed to, but I had post-its and different things. I was jotting down different things that I know that I needed to do to run my business, in which that's what I did for years. I ran my business on the side. No one at work knew, and I went to work that uh, 8 to 5 doing what I needed to do. But it got to a point where I was like, I'm tired of this. I, I don't want any more of this. And I did what I tell my clients not to do. And that is, you all, you know, if if it's your if it's, um if you have your mind set up and you know that that entrepreneur spirit is in you and that's what you want to do, then you need to plan accordingly. You need to plan financially, you need to put your business plan together, you need to do it all. But for me, where I failed and like I said, I teach this to my clients. I failed because I had got to the point where I was like, I've had it, and I I walked away from the job. I walked away from the job where I didn't have that 6 to 12 months of savings setting aside. I walked away with maybe three months of savings set aside and other things going on in my life. So I wasn't properly prepared to jump but I jumped. So when we talk about strategies for making it to the goalpost, I didn't put those strategies in place that I'm going to talk to you today about. I didn't have the savings. And so I jumped out cold turkey, but I had to jump back into corporate America some years later on because my business was not successfully bringing in the profits um, that it needed to for me to keep my business going as well as maintain the household and the standard of life that I had become accustomed to uh, living. So when I jumped out, (laughs) yeah, I I had to get back in. And, 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 you know, when we talk about failure, failure exists. And I'm okay to admit, I was okay to admit it then, and I'm okay to admit it now, but a lot of people look at it as I'm a failure. Oh, it didn't work. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, I just looked at it as round two, hopping back in and and picking up the pieces and not starting over again, but doing it differently when I came back out. Because when I came back out the second time, I came back out fighting. I came back out with a different plan. I came back out with a different savings plan as well. And my mind uh, set was a lot different then. I knew that once I jumped out the second time, there was no going back in. And I had to truly focus. I had to make sure that each and every morning when I got up, I had to have a goal. I had to have plans. I started looking at my metrics. I started looking at my numbers and knowing that in order to really be successful, I had to do something different. So that's that's kind of my journey as to, you know, the 20 years working in corporate and jumping out and jumping out of corporate and then jumping back in and then, you know, finally being that, true entrepreneur for about seven years now or so. Um, so it's it's worked for me. It's worked for me. Absolutely. You know, and you said something very interesting was that, you know, when you jump out without a plan, you know, it doesn't always work out, but you have to go back in. So for any women that are listening, maybe you've had to do that, you know, where you have to, where you stepped out by faith without a plan, maybe you got frustrated, you know, that entrepreneur spirit was tugging at you and you didn't think before you did. It's okay to have to go back, you know, 
um, and then re re-strategize and make that plan again. So if you, I know I've had a few friends that have done that and they felt um, a little guilty or felt like a failure because they had to go back or had to get a job of some kind, you know, to begin to fund uh, mm-hmm. what they wanted to do as entrepreneurs. And the thing is, it's okay to do that because you do need money. And mm-hmm. not just to live, but you need money to make that dream manifest. So if you have to do that, that's, you know, listen, strategize and really say, God, give me a plan so that I don't get caught back up in corporate America and find myself there another 20 years, you know, give me a strategy so I can make an exit. But this time when I make the exit, I'm making it in the right order and I'm making it with the right uh, foundation and the base under me that I need so that I don't have to go back again. So, I mean, that's that's awesome to hear that a lot of people feel, um, they're, they're disappointed and they just feel like they failed. And the reality is you didn't really fail per se. You did, but you did, it, all of that was because of your planning, not because your dream isn't real or your or that entrepreneur spirit is not alive on you. It's just that you didn't do it right. You know, you didn't think it through before that. I know if you're in corporate America, as I've worked there, you can become frustrated, you know, and, uh, and you can get to the point. And I struggled like you one time, you know, and one of my friends had to say to me, you know, that's that entrepreneur spirit in you. That's, you know, that's tugging on you, and that's why you feel like a fish out of water, and you're like, ugh, you go to work, you do what you want to, what you have to do, but, you know, it's not what your heart desires to do. And so, so, um, so we talked about the corporate America, you know, um, uh, what are some of the challenges that you've, you've faced as a woman? I think some of the major challenges, and I said it once, and, 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 I, and I'm going to say it again, but, um, I, I was capped out. I was capped out at, at my salary cap, and no matter what I did, no matter how many times I went in and said, you know, I I I need a raise or we need to come up with a different job title to put me into a different category so that I'm in a different grade level for, uh, you know, increasing, mm-hmm. it was just always an obstacle. And uh, being that I worked in finance, and being that I had the uh, privilege, so to speak, of seeing the different numbers and the different salaries and a lot of different confidential information in corporate America, I knew everyone's salary. And I knew that as a woman and as an African-American woman that I was not being treated like my counterpart, my counterparts. Mm-hmm. I knew where I fit in that organization. And so that was that was one of the things that I just I – just, you know, I could write a book on corporate America. <laughs> I could write a book on corporate America, but you know, I, I saw the numbers, I, the highly compensated employees. I saw what everyone was getting as far as a bonus, and I saw the different perks and whatnot. And I just felt like, you know, there's more to it. And and that's when I really, you know, that that was during the phase when I was like, it's time to jump out on my own and uh, have a feeling of whatever it was that I, the the, the, the you know, make the money that I wanted. Mm-hmm when I wanted it and not relying on someone else. So I think that's an obstacle that we as, you know, women, we, we've all mm-hmm. encountered that, but that, that's one that kind of just sticks with me as we talk about challenges um, in corporate America or even in our business. Another challenge that I can say, um, Ginger, is that even when I um, decided to build my business, I had another business earlier on, and my challenge was I didn't put the appropriate – 
contracts in place with a business partner, and so I was burned. And again, you know, um, lesson learned, and, you know, this is what I teach individuals. Make sure that you have a business plan. Make sure that you have the correct formation set up. You know, if you're a partnership, make sure that you have the agreements in in place. Make sure that you know what, if it's 50-50, 60-40, whatever. Have those things in place. Just don't think that, oh, everything's going to go well because when things begin to go bad, then people show their true colors. (laughs) Right. And, you know, I I was left with holding the bag on a lot of uh, the obligations. And so um, those are just some of the challenges. But you got to learn – you got to learn that, you know, we fall down, but we get up. We fall Amen. down, but we get up, you know? Absolutely. You know, I would I would just to compliment what you said, you know, as it relates to partnerships. Now you're talking about business, but for those who, you know, when you partner with someone, um, uh, I'm learning, unfortunately, the hard way, you know, or learned it a few years, several years ago, even in a um, – mentor type ship, you know, um, protege uh, type partnership where you're training someone, I've learned now that you still have to put something in place in writing mm-hmm. because, I mean, you don't want to do that because, oh, hey, they're coming to me, they want to be trained, yada, 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 even if they're paying. Put a contract yes. in place. Have them sign a confidentiality form, you know, mm-hmm. all of that because, you know, to when you put all of your energy into something that you are doing with someone else for someone else to get burned is not a that's just not a good feeling, you know. Oh. And you really have to be strong in your inner man to not become bitter and angry that you won't re, that you won't help someone else. You right. know, if they burn you the right way, you know, you can be like, oh, that's enough of that, you know. So, uh, you know, I know in the past I, I was mentoring someone, and um, this was years ago, and the person, you know, we just happened. To have the same last name, and when when we got down to the wire of that mentorship, she decided to name her business the exact same name as mine, and that just burnt. I mean, you know, that just did something because everything in me said, "Okay, wait now." All of the names in the whole universe you could come up with, you know why? You know why the exact same name? And then I had to think about it, you know, because a. a, a a reputation had been built around that name. Something has been founded and grounded in that name. And sure enough, it created a lot of confusion, you know, uh, with that. So you have to get something in place. You mu- you need a contract in place. And if you're mentoring and uh, taking someone as a protege, you need a confidentiality, you know, agreement that says that they will not name their business the same as you. All sorts of things should be in that, co- you know, agreement, you know, but mm-hmm. – um, it's just not a good feeling uh, to get burned and be left, you know, with the bag right. of, of a lot of different things. So that's right. And if I could just on. piggyback, if yeah. I could just piggyback on that, you know, um, a non-compete, a non-disclosure, a confidentiality, mm-hmm. because those are all things, you know, the non-compete. You can't compete with any of these customers or anyone that we've come in contact with X amount of, you know, whether it's twelve months. Uh, six months, whatever it is, disclosure. I won't disclose any of your information, and you're not going to disclose any of this information that I'm sharing with you. So those are all key documents that need to be in place. Um, and, and, and the agreement itself, that agreement, you all, it needs to be very detailed. It needs to be spelled out because in the end, if things don't go 
as the other person or even yourself want them to, then you have this legal document that you can bounce back on. Well, you signed this on April 1st, and it says this, and th- I'm abiding by this. I'm agreeing to this, and this is what the contract states, so I'm, I'm living and I'm, I'm abiding by what this contract states. The contract is put in place so that no one can deviate or come at a later point in time and alter anything that was said. If you disagree, discuss those things on the onset before you sign your name on the dotted line and make sure that you read the contract thoroughly. That way no one is burnt. (laughs) You know, it won't get to that. I didn't know that. Well, it was written in the contract, and if someone gives you a contract and you're unclear about anything in that contract, don't sign it. Don't feel like you're pressured to sign it. Have a second opinion or ask that person who gave you the contract, can we go over this in detail? You know, be very – I'm all about being very clear. Be clear about what it is. You know, inspect what you expect. (laughs) Exactly. uh, Mm -hmm. Inspect what you expect. If you expect something, then you need to inspect that document and make sure that it's in there and it's in black and white so that you can pull it out and refer to it. You know, we said that we were meeting on Friday morning at 7 o'clock but you didn't call, and you said, if, you know, read it. Be very mm-hmm. clear, you know? Exactly, exactly. So um, what what is My Financial Home Enterprises? My Financial Home, we are a financial uh, management firm globally. We help business owners as well as um, individuals, like I said earlier, grow their finances. We have three divisions. Really, we have two, not so much three. We have our tax division in which, of course, we uh, do tax planning and tax preparation for corporations, nonprofits, and individuals, S-Corps, LLCs, you know, all the various entities, um, as well as tax planning throughout the year. We also have the small business development unit in which we help business owners grow. And a lot of times when when people say, well, how do you help us grow? Of course, we are in the finance business, the the, the financial aspect of things. So we help business owners increase that bottom line. You know, we look at the metrics. We look at what's holding you back. How can you increase that ROI? What are your profit margins? What are your price points? Um, then we also jump into, of course, you know, your balance sheet, your P&L, which is the profit and loss, are also known as the income statement and your cash flow statement. So we look at the various reports that are required, that are needed for any business owner to really um, review, plan, do forecasting. We also do operational budgets. You know, a lot of times as business owners, we jump right in full steam ahead, but we don't put budgets together because maybe that's not our forte, maybe that's not our specialty. But I tell you all that are listening, um, it's, it's vital, it's important um, for a lot of different reasons. If you are running a business, you should know if you're profitable. You know, you can't just run by the by the. You just can't run by the. Oh, I don't know, or I think I'm making money. You know, I, I think I'm leaving money is saying to me that there's a high potential that you're leaving money on the table. There's a high potential that money is seeking from your organization simply because maybe you have high overhead, high expenses going out the door, but you're not managing them to see where you can streamline. So that's what we do at My Financial Home. 
Um, if you if you just take the word itself, my financial home, and you think about your personal finances, you think about the foundation. The foundation of anything starts with a solid foundation. You know, if you don't have a solid foundation, if you're not clear with your finances, if you're not sure where they're going, you're not mapping them right, the foundation was not laid correctly, then I want you to think about it. Then the rest of everything else is not going to be um, sturdy. It starts with a solid foundation. Just like anything that we build, building a home, building our money, you have to have a solid, grounded foundation in order for an earthquake not to come through, a tornado not to come through, and just, you know, take everything down. So my financial home, everything starts at the home with our personal finances. And if, you, if you're clear, crystal clear about your personal finances, that same attitude, mindset, everything filters into the way we function and run our business as it relates to finances. Oh, wow. Okay. So while we're on that note, what are some of the reasons small businesses fail? The number one reason, and and we hear this all the time, if you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. Um, As it relates, again, to money, as it relates to finances, business owners jump into businesses without true business plans. They may have something in the back of a napkin, quick, you know, business plan, but they're not really, really looking for the future. What is the next 12 months look like? What does the next five years look like? My short-term plans, my long-term plans. How am I going to bring in new customers? How am I going to set my my pricing? You know, is my pricing uh, competitive to the guy down the street? Is my pricing competitive to the guy that's in Louisiana? Is my pricing competitive to, you know, someone that's in China. Um, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? We call that SWOT analysis, you know, threats. So they just fail to truly plan. And, and, and hear me, all of you that are out there listening, I, I can guarantee you that if you sit down with your financial advisor, someone that's going to help you, accountant, CPA, bookkeeper, whoever it is, and do an operational budget at the beginning, the onset of each year, and you look at that. And I always like to say this, Ginger, it's not, it's not about looking in the rearview mirror. It's about looking through the windshield wiper. Because what's in the uh, rearview mirror, that's happened. You can't do anything mm-hmm. about it. It's behind you. It's past. we got to look forward as to the projections going forward, starting in April. What does April look like? We want to hit 12000 in sales. How are we going to get to that 12000 What's our goal? How are we going to measure it? What are we going to do on day seven, you know, a week into the month? We know that we should be here, but we're not. Okay, we're 10 days left. How are we going to get that number? And business owners don't do that. They just operate, operate, operate. They're looking at what I call the foo-foo stuff, the, the um you know, the, the, the marketing, the, the advertising, you know, bringing in personnel. And even when we talk about failing, we have to be, as business owners, we have to strategically make sure that we are bringing the right person into our organization. You know, they're going to follow our goals. They're mm-hmm. going to follow our values, our mission statement. They're going to live by that. Whatever that is, the person that we're bringing in our organization, they need to live, breathe, and make sure that they have those same values or can, you know, articulate them and, and speak them in different ways. So, um, But those are just some of the ways 
but you know, as it relates to finances, you guys really, really, really need to hone in into looking at your numbers. You need to be looking at flash reports. And what's a flash report? You have goals for the month. Your goal is $12,000. A flash report is something that you look at on a daily or weekly basis that gives you a quick view of where you are for the month to say, oh, we got to get going. I need to talk to my sales team. I need to talk to, you know, my person that's bringing in the money. She needs to, you know, get on the phone and start making some collection calls, you know, see if we can get money in sooner than than what the the terms. You know, because if you don't have the money coming in, how are you going to pay your vendors? (laughs) You know, Mm, how are you going to pay the bills? So those are all things that starting up, whether you're starting up or whether you've been in business for some time, those are some of the things that you need to be looking at. You know, we're in the social media uh, digital marketing world right now, and a lot of people use social media as a way to grow their business, whether whatever platform it is. A lot of people pay for ads, but let me tell you all this. That looks good, but if you're not really measuring your return on your investment, then how do you know if you're being successful? If you're paying Facebook, Instagram, or all these other social media um, platforms out there to advertise, are you looking at the ROI? You know, if you invest $100, $500 a month into advertising, what is the return on your investment? Or do you have someone that's engaging that audience? Do you have someone that's saying, okay, we spent $500 this month, we got two new clients, those clients converted into, you know, $2,000. So you need to be looking at those type of things, but business owners don't. Exactly. So that's (laughs) just a few tips, you all. (laughs) So you mentioned that. Um, So, listen, I'm going to turn it over to you. We can come back to some other questions. I want to give you an opportunity before we're out of time to just go ahead and take about, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and speak to the audience and give them any nuggets or uh, strategies that you uh, want to share with them, and we're just going to sit back and learn from you. And then that way I'm sure when you you speak you're going to cover, uh, answer some of the questions I would have been asking you. So rather than stopping and starting, I'm just going to turn it over to you. So those who are listening, get your pens and uh, paper uh, notebook pads out so that you can take notes. She's getting ready to uh, really teach us about um, uh so how to get to that goal post and some other things. And I just want to give her um, an ample amount of time to do that. So, Dr. White, the floor is yours. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, so let me just continue where I was, where I was. you know, when we talk about um, why businesses fail and, and what are some of the things that you need to make sure that you have in place as a business owner, whether you're a seasoned business owner or you're brand new out there. If you're brand new, I'm going to just start with you. You need to make sure that you set the business up correctly. You know, the business formation is truly um, vital because that that can play a lot of different uh, that can play out a lot of different ways. So, you know, you have the opportunity of being a sole proprietor, an LLC. C-Corp, S-Corp, and then, of course, we have our nonprofits. But you want to be very clear of the pros and cons as to what you can do as a C-Corp versus an S-Corp. What can you do um, as an LLC? Tax planning-wise, how will that benefit you? If you plan on bringing on um, employees, you know, you want to think about the uh, perks and benefits, uh, the 401Ks and things like that. You just want to keep all those things in place when we're talking about um, 
setting up our businesses and why do businesses fail. Um, just just keep all those things in mind. They're very critical. I wanted I want to shift gears just for a moment and talk about you know financing and and why is it so critical? Of course, as business owners, at some point in our in our some point we need to secure financing. We need to secure additional um, capital to grow our business. And again, when we talk about businesses failing and not making it to the goalpost. You know, that's because we're not planning and we don't have the proper documents in place. We don't have the proper tools, the reporting tools in place. So we, as a business owner, you all, you need to make sure that you have that balance sheet in place. You need to make sure that you have a profit and loss statement. You need to make sure that you have a statement of cash flow. Because when you go to any bank, whether it's a credit union, um, a bank, and you need to secure financing, you need some additional capital, you need some equipment, machinery for your organization, um, a line of credit, whatever it is, you need to prove yourself to the bank. You need to prove yourself. You need to prove that your business is uh, a sound, viable organization. And the other thing, not only proving yourself, I want you guys to get into this habit because I was having a conversation earlier in the year, and it, it amazes me how... As business owners, a lot of you fail to establish a relationship with the bank. Take yourselves into the bank, wherever you bank. I don't care if you think you don't have enough money in the bank and you don't, um, you feel that you don't deserve to have that relationship with the banker. You do. So let's scratch that. That's negative and limited beliefs. I want you all to walk into your bank, your financial institution. I don't care if you only have a couple thousands in there or you, you're not even, you don't have, you know, that balance is not that high. Introduce yourself to the, to the branch manager. You, I want you guys to walk into the bank and the tellers are, hi, Ms. White, hi, you know, I, that's what you all want to do. You want to establish that relationship so that before you go in there for financing, you have that relationship the the branch manager knows you. She knows how your business operates. She knows if it's seasonal. She knows if there's uh, the peaks and valleys in your organization. You've given her or him an opportunity to look at your numbers before you submit that information to the lending department. You know, they're going to give you the nuggets. They're going to give you the tips that you need to know. So some of the things that you need to have in place, I've already talked about uh, the profit and loss statement. You want to make sure you want to you want them to see you as a good risk. That's what you want them to see you as. That your company is a good risk. Um, cash flow is generally the most important thing that says that your organization is profitable. So when we talk about that profit and loss statement, and for those of you on the phone who have no clue what a profit and loss statement is, a P&L, it shows your income. It shows all of your outgoing expenses, and then when we get to the bottom, it's going to tell you whether or not you were you had a profit or a loss for any given period, whether that's a month, whether that's 12 months, whether that's for half a year. The bank is definitely going to ask for that information. They're going to want to look at your receivables. They want to look at, uh, you, you know, to determine your working capital. What does your working capital look like? So these are all things that you want to have in place. They're going to want to look at your um, tax statements for the last couple of years. 
but you want to make sure that everything is assembled and it's in order so that you look prepared when you turn this information over to the banker. They're going to want to look at a summary of your um, deposits. You know, what does your deposits look like? What's the average deposit look like? You know, they want a list of your investors, your investments, your fixed assets. They want a list of your vendors. Who are your vendors? Who do you buy your products from? You know, who are your customers? Who are your competitors? How long does it take your customers to pay you on average? Now, some of you, maybe your coaches or your authors or maybe you don't have receivables. Maybe before you provide any services, your clients pay you in advance so the payment terms are net immediately or, or due immediately, due upon receipt. Maybe you don't have a business where maybe you have inventory or you have widgets that you're selling and you sell, you know, on terms. But these are things that the bankers will look for. You know, do you have any notes? Do you have any contracts? What's your inventory look like? You know, these are all things that they want to know, your liabilities. Um, So just keep all these things in mind as you are going into business or if you are a seasoned business owner and maybe you're looking for some financing. You know, maybe you've been turned down and they gave you a reason as to why you're turned down. Go back and reassess and put the things in place. You know, for those of you that maybe maybe you're thinking, I hear what she's saying, but my budget doesn't allow me to hire someone to manage my books. There's plenty of tools out there for you. There's QuickBooks, which is very user-friendly, you know, Anyone can use QuickBooks for the most part. You can make a mistake, you can go back into QuickBooks and you can fix it. You know, if you are brand new and you just don't have the resources, do some tutorials on YouTube, you know. Um, but there's all, there's tons and tons of resources out there that are available. So I say that if you are a business owner, there should be no reason why some of the things that I'm sharing with you are not in place. Maybe you don't know how, so then maybe you need to ask questions. But, you know, those are all tools that need to be in place. Metrics. I want you all to start looking at your numbers on a regular basis. Every single month you should be looking at where did our business, what happened in the business? What does the picture look like? Did we miss our numbers? Why did we miss our numbers? What can we do different next month? What can we do different next quarter? You know, um, when we talk about metrics, and I briefly spoke about it earlier, all of these metrics should be in place, whether it's for your social media, whether it's for your sales team, whether it's for your um, AR person, the person that collects the money. You should have metrics in place, and you should be able to look at where you are at any given time. I said the key is to look through the windshield wiper because looking forward is what's going to get you to that goalpost. I don't care about what happened last month. I don't care about what happened last year. It's a gauge into where we need to go, but I don't really care about it because I want to, I'm looking forward. How can I get to 100000 this year? What do I need to do differently? Who do I need on my team? Who do I need to speak with? Okay, Make sure you have the correct systems in place. So 
those are just a few um, a few things that I want to share with you. I also want to um, before, and I know we're how are we doing on time, Ginger? Um, are we okay? We, you, yeah, we're okay. I'm watching it for you. We're okay. We're uh, you have about uh, maybe we have about another uh, fifteen or twenty minutes before you have to exit. So we let's okay. talk about your book, the upcoming book. Oh, that's a great segue. That's a great, great, great segue. Um, the book, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about the book. The book is called Attracting the Best, Wealth, Prosperity, and Abundance in Your Life Now. And it's all about money affirmations, wealth, prosperity affirmations, and just a little history about that, you all. Um, some years ago, uh, probably about three, four years ago, maybe even a little longer than that, I was going through some things, and I just started speaking um, speaking things into my life. I started really concentrating on my vision boards and just every day I would have a different affirmation. And I, throughout the day I would just affirm what it was that I wanted to come into my life that day or, or just in general. And I would just repeat those affirmations over and over throughout the day, whatever I was doing. And I got to the point where I started having these post-its throughout the house about what it is that I was affirming. And I'm a true believer that what we think about, we bring about. And so when I started seeing things manifest in my life and truly happen and things turn around, then I started um, doing these posts in social media on on my affirmations, and I saw that it began to uh, start picking up some, some attention. And so I said, oh, my goodness, let me turn this into an audio. I did an audio on uh, my affirmations first, and then I decided to turn those affirmations or that audio into a book. And so I wanted to take it even a step further because I wanted to bring some substance to it, um, Ginger, and I started to say, hey, wait a minute, let's take a look at all these affirmations from a biblical standpoint, and let's take it a little deeper, and let's see what the Bible is truly teaching us about wealth, about money, because to some, you know, money can be looked at as as evil, but it really isn't. So in this book, I share 30 days of um, affirmations with you all. You know, I, I talk about them from a biblical standpoint, and then I give you an opportunity to kind of meditate and think about what are your wealth intentions, what are your financial intentions, and just talk about what it is that you're grateful for today and actions that you may want to implement as a result of implementing or reading the daily affirmation. You know, and I, I think I'm going to just take a moment and just share, if it's okay with you, just share one of the affirmations. And it just basically says, by appreciating what I'm already blessed with, I create more abundance. So that's one of the affirmations. And then I just go into what that meant to me, what it means from a biblical standpoint, and then I share share a few verses on each day and just leaving the reader with something to go on about their day and think about and maybe just recap, you know, whether that whether you meditate in the morning or whether you meditate before you go to bed or you do it both times, just something to give them um, as it relates to changing their financial situation and, and giving them something to think about. Um, you know, when we talk about the law of attraction, um, you know, you attract – to yourself what you desire and you unknowingly attract that which you do not want. 
However, when we look about, when we take that into um, consideration or we think about it from a God terminology, whatever you sow, Mm -hmm. that also you reap. You know, so if we're trying to sow good financial practices such as giving, saving, budgeting, investing, um, then you'll reap the harvest of whatever it is that you practice. So that's what the book is about. I know I gave you guys a mouthful just there, but I want you to know this. It's called Attracting the Best. Attracting Absolutely. The best. I, I, I love the title. I love the title of your book. And, Thank you. Uh, you know, and, and we are supposed to be, you know, uh, everything that we do, we need to do it in the more excellent way, you know, and yes. we need to do it um, uh, and we need to be attracted that like begets like, if you look at the old older translations, you know, so if I'm going to attract something in my life, it's going to be similar to what, I, what I'm already am. So right. if, if, if I'm going to attract something, I want it to be just like me, and I want my desire is for me to be the very best person, best woman of God possible that God has purpose for me to be. So I want to attract the best in my life. You know, when I use my words, I want them full of life, you know, full of spirit. So even in affirmations, you know, when you speak them over your life, when you get her book and you begin to speak these affirmations over your life, you want to speak them in a tone, you know, not just reading it because it's in her book, but it has to be a a, a tone where you believe what you're saying, you know, and that you really want to see it happen uh, for you. So they can, the readers who purchase your book will be able to use it daily in life. Is Am I understanding that correctly, the way you explained it? That is it? correctly. These are daily affirmations that you can carry throughout. You know, you can read them, and, and I'm sure once you read through them, some of them will just, they'll become your favorites, you know, and, and you'll you'll gravitate to them. But, you know, as I said, the law of attraction and really what we speak, what we, the words that we allow to come off our tongue <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. what we think about, we bring about. What we speak about comes to fruition. It it comes to manifest. And so um, they're daily affirmations that you can apply each and every day of your life. And and for those of you, I just want to share this as well. Um, the book itself is available um, at Attracting the Best, com. The book will also be available on Amazon.com and uh, the release date on Amazon is actually March 15th. And for those of you that are interested in the book, I'm, I'm running a special. There's a uh, actual virtue book release next Wednesday, March 15th, in which just for that particular day, on a Wednesday, March 15th, the book will be available in a downloadable version for 99 cents. Okay? So and and, and it will only be available, hear me clear, you all, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Wednesday, March 15th, and that's 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where you can download the book for 99 cents. Other than that, it will be at its regular price after that, okay? But I just wanted to put that out there. And if you follow me, I'm on Cosette M. White, Dr. Cosette M. White. If you follow me on Facebook, I will be having a virtue book event that day, and um, I'll be giving out free prizes. So just just ride with me on the 15th. I have a day full of fun, exciting things that will be going on. But between that hour of 7 p.m. 
and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can download the book for 99 cents, and it will be available on Amazon.com. But just hang with me, just ride with me, and um, <laughs> and not only that, I think if you if you hang out with me on that day, you'll get to know me a little bit better, and you'll get to know a lot more about the book, and and that's what it's just all about. And it's really about connecting, collaborating, and networking. And and when I was speaking with um, Ginger before we even got on this call. You know, we were just talking about that. We were talking about networking and collaborating and just um, connecting. And it's so important, you guys. I can't stress that enough. Um, I didn't make it to where I am today by just working in my office and not getting out. I had to get out. I had to collaborate. Even this, this call with Ginger, networking and collaborating, it's about growing and it's about building and building solid relationships. So hanging out with me um, on Facebook on the 15th, it's still, it's it's in a virtue setting, but it's getting to know um, those that will be in that group and networking. And a lot of good things, positive things you all come out of networking and collaborating. I, I, hear me, I'm serious about that. I'm so serious about it. Um, I would not have made it here today if it wasn't just for collaborating with one person that was truly become has truly become my mentor and has educated me and mentored and coached me and gotten me to the spot that I am in today. So um, do that for me, you guys. Do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Again, that's March the 15th. It's virtual. Um, and I make sure I, I'm writing this down, but I, make, I want to make sure I got the. It's 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's when you can get the book on the 15th on Amazon.com. Is that correct? For ninety nine yes, for ninety nine cents. You can't beat that. And what's going to be the regular price after after that day? The I regular mean, price is for <laughs> the regular price is fourteen dollars. And of course, like I said, it will be available on Amazon dot com. And you can also head over to the book site, which which is attracting the best. So it will be available on either on either site. But ninety nine cents, you all. Ninety nine cents. <laughs> ninety nine so cents. Exactly. So on that day, between 7 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, listen, we need to blow Amazon up buying copies of her books, book for 99 cents. You can't beat it. Can you buy more than one? You can buy more than one, absolutely. You can buy as many as you like. Yes, all you will need is the email address, but yes, you most oh, definitely right. can. I read. Yes, I did read that. So if you have a friend that, you know, uh, a couple of uh, people in your life or your family that you know, hey, they uh, need to they need some really positive words spoken over their lives, and they need to change their conversations. This is going to be great if they believe in God for some great things to happen. They want to attract the best, and this is the best way to get started. You know, so buy more than one, get their email addresses because they may not go onto Amazon.com doing these two hours. They'll say, oh, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. But you know what? We blow 5 and $6 at a fast food restaurant any given day. You know, so maybe you maybe you could challenge yourself and set aside some time and say, you know what? I'm going to take $10 and I'm going to invest in um, uh, nine different – I'm going to keep a book for myself, and then I'm going to invest in nine different people that I know that need this book. And I'm going to gather their email addresses before this date so that when I go on out to Amazon, I can buy it and I'll have their email addresses and they can shoot it out to them once it's paid for. Let's just really, really make history for her on um, March 15th 
99 cents between 7 and 9 p.m. Eastern. I hope I get calculated this right. I know for Central Time, that's going to be 6 to 8. And then for Pacific Time, which is your time, I think that's 4 to 6, right? Exactly. That is it. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. All right. So nine, 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central Time, and then 4 to 6 Pacific Time. Let's really help her out. Let's bless her. Let's put on the map, let's let everybody know about Dr. Cosette White and all of the knowledge that she has and how she can help them. And this is really a good way to experience the gift that God has placed on the inside of her. And it's only costing you 99 cents, and you're probably getting thousands of dollars worth of information just from a biblical standpoint for her to go in and break down uh, the affirmations and apply biblical principles and understanding I mean, that in itself is worth hundreds of dollars. If you bought a good commentary, you know, you could spend up to, you know, $50, $60, even more for a really good commentary on something, or even 20 or $30 on a commentary of one book of the Bible. So she's gone in, she's added scripture, she's given biblical explanation um, and understanding to the, to the um, affirmations. It's something that you'll be able to use in your life over and over, not just, you say it's 30, right? So it's not yes. just for a month. You can use it. Listen, use it all year long. Set yes. yourself a goal. When I get to day 30, I'm going back to day, to day one because I'm going to start it all over again. And that's how it gets in your spirit. That's how you begin to believe it. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, of course. You know, we know more than whatever we hear a lot of, we start participating in conversation with it. So get her book and then do it every month. Do it. I mean, set aside and say, hey, I'm going to take one affirmation. You know, instead of daily, I'm going to take one affirmation. I'm going to work on it for a week. Do it any way you want to, but make sure you do it. So let's go to Amazon.com on March 15th. Let's purchase the books. And if you can't do that, still go and get it for $14. You know, whichever way you do it, let's bless her life. And let's make sure she become one of the best-selling authors on Amazon and anywhere else. So let's help. Let's help make her, put her out there in that category out of out of to make her one of the best-selling authors, and especially for the woman of God and women of faith. So thank you. Any final remarks? Yes, one more thing. I have to leave the listeners with this, and this is another exciting thing. Listen, you all, I, I want to share this, and I know we didn't talk about it, but I am also doing an eight-city tour this year. So, yes, I am a woman on the move, and, and I'm just really educating and empowering women and just up-leveling. And I have a tour. It's called Up-Level Intensive Weekend, and I'll be in eight cities um, throughout 2017, um, like I said, a woman on the go when I finish tax season, I'm, I'm getting out and I'm educating. But we're headed, um, our first stop is Mobile, Alabama. We'll be there April 29th and 30th. Then we're coming back to Los Angeles. We'll be in Los Angeles, California, my home state, home city, um, May 6th and 7th. Then we're on route to Cleveland, Ohio, May 20th and 21st. We'll be in Alexandria, Virginia. June 3rd and 4th. We'll be in Phoenix, Arizona, June 24th and 25th. Then we're going to take the summer off and come back, and we'll be in Houston, Texas, August 26th and 27th. We'll be in New Orleans, uh, September 23rd and 24th. And then we're going to wrap things up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, November 11th and November 12th. Hopefully I'll have the opportunity to meet and greet you you can find out all the information about the tour at Up Level Intensive Weekend. 
Again, it's WWW Up Level Intensive Weekend. And for those of you who are wondering just, okay, she's out there, but what is this all about? We'll be, I promise, you'll learn proven strategies and techniques to improve your business's bottom line, your business bottom line. That's what it's all about. We'll be talking about, of course, the operational side of it. We'll be talking about uh, building your team, finances. We'll be talking about sales, marketing, building a tribe, and building your brand, how to propel and up-level your brand and just blossom in that way. So I look forward to just really having an opportunity to meet and greet any of you that may be interested. Again, the website is www.uplevelintensiveweekend.com, and the book, the website is www.attractingthebest.com. But the main thing about that book, I want you guys to hang out with me on the 15th between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, okay? But it has truly, it has been an honor it has been um, I'm very blessed to have the opportunity to spend this hour with you all and just share a little bit about who I am, the business that I've grown, and the book and the tour, and just get to know you guys. And I really want you all to I, – I, I really want to get to know you, but you've had an opportunity, a little taste to get a feel, a taste of who um, Cosette M. White is, and, 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 and I welcome any questions that may be out there if you guys want to follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Dr. Cosette M. White, and most other uh, platforms under Cosette M. White. So it's it's been an honor. I thank you so, so, so much, Dr. Um, – I mean, uh, Ginger, for allowing me this time. Oh, you're welcome. We're so honored to have you as well. It is always a pleasure and honor to meet uh, a woman that's doing great things, who's trailblazing, and uh, especially a woman of God. And uh, that was so blessed to see you describe yourself that way, because we are created to do great things in the earth. And so I pray that God will open up doors for you to do even greater works and that your reach will go global and that it will expand and be more than you ever could imagine or think by the power of God that's working on the inside of you. So thank you so much for joining us on this morning. I know you got to run. you got another call at the top of the hour. So we're going to go ahead and close out this morning. I'm going to post a replay, you guys, um, on the social media sites. You can always come back here to Blog Talk Radio in uh, on demand. You'll see um, the replay. But we're going to put it out there uh, a lot of times, and especially on March 15th. We're going to post a replay several times up until – um, the 7 o'clock hour because I want her to have her own space. So we'll put it out there starting early in the morning so you can hear this over and over again and make sure that you get the times right and get the nuggets that you missed. So God bless you. Take care. Dr. White, have an awesome kind of day. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us Thank on you. this morning. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.